Hey, this is Lawrence Juba from Wings, and you're listening to Fab Four Free For All. And welcome to another edition of the Fab Four Free For All. It is a semi-annual. <laughs> it's an all-talk Beatles and Beatles-related podcast on the interweb, and... I am your moderator for this this evening. I'm your moderator. It depends on when you listen to show. it. Here's for the show. show. And I'm Tony Chugrano. Joining me, as they always do, is my good friend Mitch Axelrod. Hello. And my good friend Rob Leonard. Hello. And we're here to talk about our good friend, Puel McCartney. Puel. Um, Puel. Raul. 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 Paul Raul McEwen. No, we're, we're here to, uh, to do sort of a, an analysis and review in the last uh, couple of months. We've been treated to the newest... Archive edition, uh, archive. What, you, what is it called? What's the whole thing called? The archive reissue, reissue collection, and uh, we've been treated to the two most recent ones. Paul's been putting them out two at a time, and we were gifted with gifted with. We had to pay a freaking yes. fortune for gifted. We are gifted. Well, it was we nice that it was gifted. yeah, but it was nice that it was dropped into the world. I guess yes. Uh, we, yes, as a world, we were, we were gifted. gifted with it. Yeah, but we but certainly weren't. We did get some. Though. We did get. We yes, we will thank we Universal thank for for absolutely. yeah for absolutely. We should also mention from September to December, we've had what twenty six, twenty seven discs released. This is the greatest release ever for fans and to. Absorb everything that's come out since September with Egypt Station, and then with the White right. Album, right. and then uh, with the Wings box set, and of course the Imagine album from John Lennon. It's been really tough, actually. I, I mean, for well, me, it's even just, tougher when you're listening to Wildlife. Yeah, so <laughs> so it's just been like you think about it. It's so much to absorb and. Um, in a in a good way, yeah, though. in a good way. It's, it's, but it just for us, yeah, we didn't want to just dive in and just yeah. give you, you know, crap. We want. Actually, be able to have analyzed the, the well, work. Well, you can't spell analyze without anal. That, yes. Good and point. We are yeah. anal about all this yeah. stuff. So, I, I wonder if I wonder if when the uh, the restored Let It Be comes out, if they're going to put out like a hundred disc set of all the Nagra reels. Wouldn't that be like you know? That would be and we great. just and again, like I always joke, you just mortgage the house, you know, <laughs> and no, just, you just send us your, your deed. Kid. Yeah, sell right. Sell, sell, sell us your sell us your yeah. healthy child and just leave right. it. Your firstborn, <laughs> your and you get all fifty five <laughs> hours. Well, that was one of our listeners said. There won't be a good set if we don't get all fifty-five hours. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, no. Well, well, we and, and we, we should say that just announced. Yes, that was just announced. upon this recording. So yeah, yes. yeah. But you know what we're going to look at is of the two uh, titles that were reissued, which I never even said: uh, Wings, Wildlife, and Paul McCartney's Red Rose Speedway uh, album, released early, well, spring of nineteen seventy-three. And um, we have already done an analysis and review of the original Red Rose Speedway album. Don't ask us what our ratings were, because we don't know. We don't remember. We didn't go back and listen to the episode. And if we did it again today, it would probably be different than it is Absolutely. on the episode. Well, although all the discs had to go through to, yeah. to listen to this, you yeah. might, you know, yeah. maybe raise it a little bit or, or maybe, maybe lower it a little bit. bit. Yeah. But the, the truth is that I think we all agree that the album itself... Uh, the remastering job is absolutely superb. It's it's beautiful. You know, he, it always is. The remastering yeah. has been fantastic. There are qualms that I have about the fact that there's no 5.1 with any of this stuff, with Paul's stuff, and 
You know, well, is, the only one we would have really expected that from would have been Band on the Run because there was a quad. There was well, there was a five point one of that too. Also, there was you know, hmm. um, you know, with the Imagine box set. Oh, you know, guess what's there? The quad mix from nineteen seventy one. Right. If as John says, for the twenty people who buy quad, uh, yes. Right. So it would have been nice if there was a five point one just in Paul's head that you know. <laughs> oh, there's a lot in Paul's head. <laughs> That he would release it, I guess I oh, should have okay. said. It's totally 5.1. And, uh, <laughs> I'm here. And, and I'm not sure why, because, you know, look at Pepper, look at the White <laughs> Album. Both have 5.1 mixes. Fantastic. Yes, but different teams doing the... Yeah, but, you know, you think Paul would say, well, what's wrong? You think Paul's going to go to Yoko and say, who are you using? <laughs> no, I think so. I, no, I think they, all they, that they, information they, they shared. They tend to have the same people. Yeah, I think all that information shared, to be honest with you. Well, let's see what... But I, I personally don't think... I don't think Red Rose Speedway, as an album... Is an album that warrants 5.1. I think no, there are but, only a handful of songs that would have probably, been interesting. Night Out would have been, oddly enough, Night Out and Jazz Street would have been the two most interesting things in 5.1. And 5. they're both 1. really instrumentals. And they're both instrumentals. Right. I, and, but at the same time, it was he going to do 5.1 next? You know, the, after he finishes the whole thing, well, we're going to put out 5.1. You know, and a 90-year-old Paul McCartney as my, gonna, having a stick. Yeah, you as my As my, you know, I mean, I know, like, we have friends like Alan Cozen and, and even, you know, uh, Mark Lewison who love the 5.1s. Right. But but I laugh because it's kind of like I had one friend who said to me once, you know, I'll be interested in 5.1 when I grow another 3.1 ears. <laughs> well, you know what? <laughs> there are a lot of people who... You know, don't first of all, don't have the capability. Right, right. All right, and set a lot of people. I mean, even though they may even have seven point one receivers, they just don't have the system set up that way. Right. So right. you know, and, and people, quite honestly, you know, we're we're getting older, and there are a lot of people with older systems which still sound great, yeah, but are not five point one capable. Sure. So right. it's tough. So I, you know, at, at sometimes you know maybe like. If they can go somewhere and hear it, that's great. But it's, I don't think it's a necessity. I think, you know, it's a nice luxury. I, yes, I, I agree in the sense that not every album has to be that way. But at the same time, if you have the, the reels up on the machines, might as well do one at, listen, at listen. that moment. I agree. And if you're doing it, even if you're not capable of listening to it like that, at least, you know, there is a DVD with the Red Rose Speedway. Yeah, yeah. Two DVDs, which is unusual because Bruce McMouse has its own DVD. Right, right. Which it could have fit on the other one easily. Right? Oh, absolutely. So, so yeah. but I, I like that. It's okay. But on either one of them, a 5.1 mix could have been added. Yeah, I, I just... Easily. In yeah, terms absolutely. of space. Yeah, to, to, yeah, me, to me, it's like, you're there, do it. Because is Paul going to go back? No, but, you know, it, but it, I agree it, with Tony. I mean, he's 76. I this no album, offense against This him. album doesn't warrant it. I don't it. think this album warrants yeah. it. Like, yeah. what are you going to do, a 5.1 of Wildlife? No, that wow. one, that one doesn't really need well, it. I mean, the only, like I said, maybe Venus and Mars, maybe right. London Town. Right. You know, may, I mean, I could see... Honestly? Yeah. Wings at the speed of sound. Or, yeah. Can you imagine yeah. Silly Love Songs in 5.1? Oh, yes, I, I yeah, can. Yeah, true. I could. So, yeah. yeah. Just even the, even <laughs> let him in, right yeah. <laughs> at the beginning. Yeah, when the even, bass comes in. Yeah. Even right, the bass and by just by itself. But anyway, the the Red Rose Speedway. Um, listen, I think hopefully this is the start of something bigger. Maybe they did talk with Yoko because Yoko's came out first. You know, right. they imagine, and and as far as reissues go, whether we like it or not, this is the most extensive pair of reissues he's done. I think. 
I would say so, absolutely. I mean, in terms of the beauty of the, you know, we're not going to get into everything, but the beauty of the, the release itself, even the book, even the um, slipcase holding each one of the... Oh, it's, it's uh, are absolutely done. stunning with the silk pictures on, on the wildlife, the... the um, and we're talking Metallic. about the combo box yeah. set right now. Well, no, well, no, the well, box set. Okay. The, the, yeah. the Red Rose Speedway has the metallic photo on the front, right. an outtake photo. It's right. beautiful. Yeah, so yeah. Right. we didn't get that on the others. We got, no. you know, so he's really taken a lot, even all the extras, which we're going to get to a little bit, but like the other extras, like the, I think there's eight or 16 Polaroids. Right. You get Polaroids. Right. I mean, right. copies of Polaroids. It's cool. Is it necessity? No, but it's cool. For your money, you're getting something a little... At least you feel like you're getting something for your money. Um, but he's always done a great job with all of his remastering. So I would say no, so. Yeah. there's no difference here. I think you're right. The original album, awesome. I think um, from a sonic standpoint, I think that the, album, uh, the drums on the album are extremely punchy. The drums sound absolutely That's brilliant the on the album. And I think that the, the piano on, especially like particularly like on "Get on the Right Thing," I really like the piano is really in there. It, it's he's digging into his piano playing on a lot of this album. I notice, and in terms of making sure it's in the four, making sure. I mean, you know, yeah, they're not dramatic remixes, yes, but as far as being meticulous with the remastering and making sure that. The sonic representation of the piano is right, right. really in there. You know, I, you mentioned the drums. I, one thing I was, I'm listening to this, and I'm saying, you know, Denny Sowell so, sounds so good on this record. And I'm thinking, you know, he, he literally quit Wings, like, what, the day before they they go. And oh, I know where you're going. Denny Sowell on Band on the Run would have been mind-blowing. Oh, my God. And I'm, like, saying to myself, and if he had stayed, then after Band on the Run was released, he would have stayed longer, probably. And then you wouldn't have this whole problem with drummers in 74, and then they pick up Joe English, which was a good drummer, but Denny Sowell is so good on... Yes, his, but... His sound is so good on this record. Yes, but you know what? Denny is a great jazz drummer. Yeah. He's a great rock drummer, too. Don't yeah. get me wrong. This, I'm not saying it at all. Yeah. No. But um, I don't know. Maybe he wouldn't have been as good on Band on the Run. I think this material fit him well. The, the, think about Think about the song itself, Band on the Run. Seriously, not to, but Band of the Run could have been an outtake from this. Band of the Run swings and jazz, you know. Yeah. Band of the Run yeah. swings. Yep. Band of the whole start of. Well, Denny Sowell has always said that Paul copied his. They've done some rehearsals, and Paul basically. I'm not sure how much of that's truth, but he said it. I would say it is true. Even Bluebird is jazzy. Yeah. Yes, that's true. True. I, I, I don't know. I think you know, Paul has a very close relationship with Denny Sywell now. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, great. and I think you know he gave him his due. Yeah, um, yeah. So. But you know those guys made seventy pounds a week. You know, yeah, they weren't uh, making money at that time. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So I could see why he would. Yeah, I do he would too. Leave. Oh, yeah. It's unfortunate, but you're right. The, the drums, the bass, always sounds great. Yeah, well, that's Paul. But that's the mo of the Beatles as well with punching up the bass and the drums. And you know, with Paul himself, of course, he's going to punch up the bass, yeah, because yeah. he's, yeah. he's the bass guy, and the, the drums sound great. I mean, again, the remastering, beautiful, so. exquisite, exquisite. So, we're going to look at the um, the extras, and, and it's it's an unusual situation with this because you have multiple releases. Um, 
I think probably for the way for us to approach it is really to look at the box set because anything else is derivative from that. Correct. Okay. So let's take on the drums, the, the, the box set, the drum set. Let's take on the drum set. I don't think we're taking <laughs> um, And let's move on to what would be disc two, which is curiouser and curiouser. Um, this is going to be the double album. This original was the intended album. original double album. Uh, the story goes that uh, Denny Sywell, uh, they were they were doing research. Paul's people were doing research to try to find a set list. Uh, Denny Sywell found a set list, if I'm not mistaken, from uh, when acetate. It, no, the, he had the acetate. acetate. He, they actually had he, he had, had he had three, had three of, the of the four acetates, acetates and and a song list for side for four. The four. Yeah. So with those three acetates in hand and the side four, they kind of had an idea of what they thought the double album was going to be. Turned out that that wasn't the final one, especially right. considering that Paul had not yet recorded My Love, which was intended for the album. Uh, and within Paul's vault, bang, they find uh, January, th- around January, now, January yeah. 31st, I think, it's, it's something like that, something in, like that. Uh, 1973. January 30th, 73. 30th, 73, so this is around when we're recording this show. Uh, not 1973, we didn't do that, you know, <laughs> well, fall back into the, yeah. But, um, or else it would be a really long yeah, interesting time show. from recording. But uh, January 30th, uh, a set list. And they basically went to Paul and said, Paul, do you remember this as being the real double album set list? And supposedly Paul looked at it and said, you know, wow, yeah, I do remember this as being the running order. Right. Now, whether we can take this anecdote as apocryphal, I leave this up to you, fair listener. Apocryphal. Apocryphal. Close. Yeah, okay. Apocryphal right of now, miracles. We are going to stop the show right now well, you so you can go up. Google apocryphal. Apocryphal. Pick a pair of Pick a pair. Anyway. So. Yeah, we McCartney's should say that, <laughs> We should say that EMI Bait. Capital didn't want Paul to have a double album. Bait. Right. Because Williams Wildlife barely sold. And even though Ram sold. To an extent. Though that didn't get to an extent, reviews. but not enough to be able to say, look, even though you have star power to say. It's hard to believe. You know, it's, yeah. You know, it's, it, yeah, but you know, a little bit of background here. You're right. McCartney, the first album. Right. You know, if you go back and listen to it, it's not really an album. It's it a, is, it's but it's a, not. It's listen, song fragments, right? But I mean, Apple or Capital, whoever, were like, mm, it didn't do that right. well. I mean, yeah. we're, we're talking about the Beatles' "Let It Be" just came out with two number one singles, right? And there, you know, you figure, okay, another day only went to number five, right? So it didn't really do as well. And then the album comes out, doesn't have another day on it, right? Which is weird, you know. But McCartney's famous for that stuff. But that's what you did. That's it, what the yeah, Beatles did. He, well, they, yeah, he did but that now for a long he's not the afterwards. Beatles. I know that, but and, that's what you did. And you know, his buddies are having number one albums and singles, and right. he's not. Well, John's not. Uh, not George Karma. Oh, no, that point. didn't go to number one. No, but still, number though, one, it was but big. It was big. Oh, yeah, it was yeah. a big record. Yeah. Yeah. So, and Imagine was, yeah. yeah. Imagine was, a, was yes. big as an album, too. So, Good point. for McCartney, you know, the most prolific songwriter in history, it must have been a kind of weird because McCartney sells, but not great. Ram sells, yeah. but and it was number one. But, but it wasn't, it wasn't McCartney. No, it right. wasn't and, and it, sudden it is, but... Now it is. Now it is. Now and hey, look, we, we've talked about it, and we've talked about this quote, you know, off mic, but you know what? We all, uh, let's agree, we all love Ram. Yeah. But when it comes to taking the quality level of a songwriter, the guy that wrote for no one, the guy that wrote Eleanor Rigby, and to say, 
now he's on his own. The guy that only a year or so earlier had done Long and Winding Road and Let It Be, and but now you know is what? is dropping That Would Be Something and Man We Was Lonely and Mumbo and, and Lovely Linda lo- and lo- I mean Lovely Linda's sweet, but it's twenty four no, seconds. Right. It's sure, it's that's why that's why it works. If, if, yeah, if, but if, the point is though, had he been able to flesh that out with. You know, Linda's pretty. I like her. You know, I mean, it, it and she takes photos. Anything, I mean, you know, anything. Yeah. But we're, you, we're writing the words. Yeah, we're writing the words. Oh, now, first two. <laughs> but you know, the, the <coughs> excuse me. But you know, the point being that, as a songwriter, as a quality songwriter, there was a drop there. Well, you, you've yes. got to. We've got to be realistic and say a that coming into coming into Red Rose Speedway. You know, you're coming off, and you know, look, man, he, you know, you got a, you got Paul writing songs on Ram about being a cunning linguist, you know, yeah. like he did home. You got, you got, you know, look, backseat some, of my car is oh, is an opus. And, and in you my know opinion. I love so it. Is Uncle Albert? Uncle Albert's brilliant. And too many people is good. And listen, Ram itself. Ram itself was, was, was an anomaly, a, though. It's weird. It, you're right. That's but that's it's, it's an anomaly because it's it's in that small period of time. When you look at back at it now, you know where he maybe was going with it. But you true. Know? So here's yeah, here's true. the point. That was not wings. Yeah, Paul and Linda. Oh, I thought you were saying something no, about my nose. No, 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 uh-huh. no. But now, Paul wants to establish himself as a band member. So, when he did Wildlife. And we can get to that, but Wildlife was really a step back. Right. But it's a first album. It's a first album. Now. Yeah, good point. Any other That's a really good point. But any other band, if you had a band that put out Wildlife, they never would have gotten they. Anywhere. They would have been dropped from the label immediately. And, exactly. They would have been like, and they vanished into obscurity the following I mean, week, and all took guest know, jobs. I have to look it up. I don't even know if it went gold. We I always carry around the chipped vinyl, but. You know that's a first, but McCartney only went forward again with Red Rose. It's a Rose. really great point because now I'm going through it in my head, and and you know you're right. Yeah, McCartney is an experiment. Again, it doesn't mean I don't like it. Uh, other than right, Green Ram is his I'm first sure. real album, and Ram is freaking brilliant. It and is. Ram has some really great but songs. Then, but then I, I was kind of like questioning the quality of the song, but the songwriting on it is pretty damn strong, I, really. I, I, Find nothing wrong with but, that but wild but wildlife is rough. Nice. Wildlife is a the first band album, right? And the only reason he gets to do this Red Rose Speedway is because he's Paul McCartney. Yeah, let's right. face it. But he also had three sort of hits and singles. Seventy two single ones. The singles mm. they were okay. High high high. Did not, okay. not big. It did better did okay. in the UK than here. Well, yeah. But you know, give Island back. Come on, is we're it, not, it we're not talking about well. no. Know. We're not talking about typical McCartney. You know, my love, obviously, but it was on this. So, you know, it, it's weird because at some point we have to say to ourselves, if he wasn't Paul McCartney, we would not be here talking about this album. All right? right. He, or maybe we would, but he would have done it as a solo album. But because he is, he gets to do this. Now, is this better than Wildlife? Oh, leaps and bounds. Would he have been, would he have fared better to stay a solo artist? Mm. No. Not in- you know what? To me, I, I'm sorry. I know you guys are going to disagree with me. To me, he's always been a solo artist. Wings was a band that's, in name only. That's why Wings isn't in the Rock and Roll Hall. Correct. Thing. Right. Correct. But, because, well, even but, Denny said so much a right. couple of months ago. Right. Yeah, but but Denny's now in as a Moody Blues, so he's very well. Happy. Yeah, but he had one song, you know. But the thing is, McCartney has always been 
Because again, we find out that these band members are being paid weekly, right? right? So they're just hired guns. Whether Paul, and that's what we're going to talk about with the double album, whether it's Real Wings as a band, no. So McCartney's had some people around him, but he's always been a solo artist. But Paul always wants a band around him. Look at the current band he's been playing live with for... Since 2001. Since 2001. He calls it his band, even though it doesn't have a name or anything. You know, Paul, uh, John Lennon, there's a quote of his saying that Wings is a conceptual band the way Plastic Ono Band was. I don't know about that because Danny Lane was there for all that time, so was Linda, and there is a good run of certain sections of Wings, and Plastic Ono Band was, was different. But are you going to see a concert if they say, who's coming next week? The Paul McCartney Band. I don't know, but if you, you know, if it's, or, or whatever he would call it, let's say he right. calls it, you know, Sea Moon's coming. You don't know. But, you know, Paul McCartney now, even though he says he has a band, right? it's still the Paul McCartney Freshen Up Tour. Right, and, it's and, not and, the and, these, guys are and on, these guys are on salary. Right. And, you know, they're, so and they're, they have to be really available. If Paul's going to work, you know. Wouldn't it be funny if they're much. still making 70 pounds a week? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, here you go. Here you go, mate. But Thank uh, you, Paul. Yeah, right. I have no clothes. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Can I have some Thank more? Thank you, sir. Can Would I have you, some more? Please, sir, <laughs> can I have some more? Um, no, but where I was going is with the double album. The, the original double album had contributions from other members. Yes. Especially Denny. Denny had yeah. two. All right? Yeah. So, two things when you said, you know, you had said, Rob, that the record label said... Double yep. album, yep. no way. You didn't sell enough, and, and we just can't put this out because we don't know how well it would do. I you know, okay. How about a triple album, and one of them's a jam session? <laughs> oh, sorry, <laughs> yeah, cool, yeah, but yeah. that's sold. <laughs> Happy no, birthday, it's Johnny's birthday. No, but well, it's sold because of the other two. But, yeah, well. yeah, but the when we get to this double album, it would have represented Wings better. But the record company didn't want wings. You know that they wanted right. Paul McCartney as much as the as Danny wanted the double. But they never pressured him to get rid of wings. You know, they, no, no, they, no, so. no. But no, and and they certainly didn't because you know Wildlife came out as wings. Yes. But isn't Red Rose Paul McCartney and wings? Yes. Yes. And there's a reason for that. Yes, they told him we have to have Paul McCartney on the label. They thought that people didn't know, even though Paul's on the cover. Right. Guys, do you think maybe instead of that, could you think you could put George Harrison in Wings on the cover? <laughs> At that Because he's doing really well, you know. <laughs> Ringo Starr in Wings. <laughs> <laughs> and he well, had Ringo Starr. Well, but Ringo did the opposite. Ringo took Wings and <laughs> did a song. <laughs> but Twice. Yeah, yeah, right. No, but... Diana Ross and the Supremes. Originally, they were Supremes, and all of a sudden, you know, Diana Ross. Yeah, but that was a Motown thing. Yes, I know. All the lead singers got pushed forward, except for the four tops. But but that's the thing. Wouldn't have been really funny if, if like, and we'll get to the song, wouldn't have been really funny if, like, I Would Only Smile had come out, been a huge hit single, and and Capital would have been like, you know what, sorry, the next album's going to be Denny Lane and Wings. No, (laughs) no, but but you brought up a good point, and that's what we're going to get into this this. as well, because that is another reason where, you know, I... Paul could say, oh yeah, I won the double album. I really think that, that the end result of a single album was the right choice, but with some wrong songs. Yes. Because... I agree too. Because we've discussed it off mic that Paul, as much as he wanted a band, still had an ego saying, I'm still Paul McCartney. So I Would Only Smile is the best thing probably 
it's a perfect pop song for 1973. Oh, oh, definitely. I, I, I said I said the exact same thing when I was listening to it today. I said this this is a song that Denny Lane could have given to someone else. He could have given it to Loggins and Messina or, or something oh, like anybody. that. He could have put or, it out or, as a solo. Oh, absolutely. And it still would have yeah, been. Absolutely. You know what? Even if it went, he top may not 20. have been able to put it out as a band called Balls, but he could have been able. <laughs> well, he, but it was, you have to but, explain. He was in a Denny, band Denny Lane Balls. had a band called Balls that had it. No, but he could have put that out. I bet he wasn't allowed to because it's you know an MPL, you know. But he did put it out later on. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. For ja- Japanese, Japanese tears. Tears, yeah. So if he would have put it out then, I still think it would have been a top twenty single on its own. Right. Forget about Paul. I mean, right. but, I love the song, and it's a great song. But can you now imagine they put out this double album? I would only smile is on it, and that's the other reason I don't think I would only smile is on the single because that might have been a choice for a single. Can you imagine a Paul McCartney band? With a Denny Lane single that goes like number one or top ten, the ego of Paul McCartney at that point. But truth be told, man, that would have made that because my love still would have hit, and my love, my love is, still is classic, hit. and my love is is classic. Yes, so is. truth be told, that would have made that band a tour de force. But the only weird thing about that is you probably no one would have had to go to rush to Nigeria to do something different. Uh, that well, band would have been stratospheric. Two singles off the album. The double album sells because the two hit singles, the album's going to have legs. Yep. And that's so. the other thing. But because of that, first of all, you may not have had a band on the run. You may not have had the subsequent Wings band because if that album does well and Denny is happy, Denny Sidewell is happy. I mean, I don't know if Henry would have loved everything, but if Denny might have been there. And, right. and so now you don't know about the future of Wings. Right. I mean, we're speculating, right. obviously. Yeah, of course. But we do that because Danny. Yeah, but, but Danny Lane always stood with him up until yes, 1981. So I mean, uh, until yeah. the end of Wings. But but it might have been a very different Wings. If I, if would, I would only smile, smile was a yeah. single and right. did well. Uh, we're gonna go through the double album, but I'm gonna yeah. ask that too as we go. Aside from I would only smile, which we'll take out. Was there another single off this record? The double or the single? Was there another McCartney song that would have been an A off this? Off I this record? personally think One More Kiss. Really? Yes, I do. Think about the times. Not now. The time of 1973. That was a perfect MOR, middle See, of the road, or adult contemporary. I would have gone with Get on the Right Thing. As a rock song. As a rock song. But but, again, but you had to go against My Love. You had to flip My Love. You had My Love. You had the big ballad. Now you needed the rocker. So I don't know. You know, it's but tough, either but get on the right thing or Big Bar in bed. Either one. Uh, I think Big Bar Ben's too mid to I always say that to Mitch. Big Bar Ben frustrates the bejesus out of me. I've said that on our. It's I remember open. saying this on our on our show. It it is just the wrong tempo. It's not fast and it's not. It's slow. the open. It's it's, it's get the, rid of the I can't open. Stand get rid of the open. open. I think you would probably See, like I it love better. that open. But if I <sighs> wish it was quicker. But if picture that opening. If it's a little quicker with a thumping bass, instead of boom. Boom, boom. If, if it was like boom, 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 boom. Night Chicago died. You know, it's like right in uh, there. So if it was a, if it so was you needed done, to do a forty-five mix. <laughs> but all right, well, no, but but you, you asked if there's any other singles. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I don't think something like drag, you know, Dragonfly could have been a little M Dragonfly. I, I do think one more kiss would have been a cool, even country tinge. I always say, yeah, isolated hands of love would have been a hit single. Hmm. That's but what you said. Anyway. That's interesting. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, so, but, but the thing about, you know, we're talking about songwriting, and we're talking about songwriting, and I brought this up too, is that 
you know, the idea about this album, and you look at it as a double album, and you're you've, you're talking about Paul McCartney and his and his new band, and you're talking about the the era right now of major singer songwriters. You're talking about Paul McCartney going head to head with, you know, Carly Simon, Carly Simon, James Elton Taylor. John, Elton. James Taylor, Led Zeppelin's Carole got King. Houses of the Holy out. Okay. Carol King's got the follow up to Tapestry, which is what uh, brother. Maybe. I don't remember what that was, but either way, but in but you've it's still got, in that era, yeah, you've got some really tremendous stuff popping out in the, in the early seventies, and you've got well, that's Paul, why that's why John. one more kiss, you're Elton right, John. yeah, that's what I said. one more yeah. kiss sorry, probably would have been a better yeah. if Paul wanted to release two ballads in a row, which he tends not to, right? He tends right. to go one and the other. Well, yeah, but what was the single off here? My love, my love. I know I, I was being facetious, but oh. but that's it. That's it. He that's what I mean. But again, why didn't he do it? That's a good question. Big live and let die is why he didn't do it. Live and let die. That's so, why he so, didn't do it. So his, That's exactly so his why. At, okay. at, a, at a Bond song, killed this album. Yes. Good point. Yes. I never thought of that. You're right. That sucks. Yes. That, that live I mean, and let listen, die was the reason listen, why there was no is, second yep, single. Live and let place. die is what made that band. Absolutely. And that's what, what I'm saying. That band. But live and let die, if he would have waited to release this a little bit. Oh, it would have been and put on Live and Let Die on it? On the record. I don't know if he would have had permission to do that. Sure he would. I don't think no, so. I no, doubt it very no, heavily. No, no, The way the soundtracks work is one thing. The way they're released individually is another thing. No, but that's where I'm going, though, Rob. I think what? that the song Live and Let Die, in terms of its appearance on an LP, I think was restricted to the soundtrack. No, they, it was Well, we don't they know. They didn't know. I, th- I thought that that was in his deal. No, I no. It was... Uh, a United Artists ended up with part of the songwriting, I think. That was, yeah, that was, you, that was the deal. That, yes. that was what they struck up. Right, 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 right. right. Okay. Oh, wow. And yeah. the song is on the soundtrack. Yes, so. yes. Yeah, but absolutely. Can you imagine that. that? Yeah, this, Live and Let Die on But this. Live and Let Die wouldn't have fit on the single album. It would have fit on a double. No, you take out Loop. You take out Loop with Beans Oh, good point. Two. I don't mean fit physically. I, know. I meant fit in the spirit, sonically. In the, in the spirit of... The original single album, Live and Let Die, fits. Okay. If you take out Loop. Okay. Think about everything else there. It's a it's a rock song that takes the album wherever it takes it. Imagine if EMI Capital said when Live and Let Die came out, can we repress the album with this new song? Yeah, they He would have said no yeah, because he didn't yeah. do it with Helen Wheels. Right. But he said yes to Capital about, about yeah. not, not EMI, but Capital. So he's been weird about stuff like that. Even Good which Night Tonight, he changed, which he changed when the Band on the Run got reissued. Well, he's well, in his control, right? Is, is right. now on a bonus. Well, we've gone tangential, but we're still on no, topic. We're, um, we're, no, no, we're very on topic right now. Let's let's kind of look at the double album in terms of of its content and <laughs> what's on it, and we have to look at it in context too. That we have to remember, we all here are collectors. Some of you folks have been collectors for as long as we have. Some of you longer. Some of you are new to the collecting game. Some of you were not around in the golden era, quote-unquote, of uh, <clears throat> Dutch imports of Beetle and Solo Beetle's bootlegs. Hot Hits Cold Cuts, or just Cold Cuts, cold was cuts. was announced in Cream and Circus and every magazine, music magazine in the Rolling Stone. Well, wasn't that like 80? In 1980s. It was, but actually, Cold Cuts goes back be- way before that. Yeah. He announced, but he started talking about it like in the mid-70s. Yeah. And Cold Cuts was going to be basically McCartney accruing all of the unreleased tracks and the the singles. So it was going to be hot hits, so it was going to be some of the non-LP tracks, and Cold Cuts, stuff that didn't make the cut. 
a lot of the stuff that's on the double album we had known and heard for years and years and years on the bootlegs, including the side, the album opener, which would have been Night Out. Now, this is weird, because this song... Doesn't belong I, at the beginning of the album. Thank you. It's, now, you see, and I went completely the opposite. No. I, you're wrong. I listened to it last <laughs> night. You're totally wrong. Sorry. <laughs> it's Next just, song. It's just my opinion, and it's my it's my, it's my my recording device, but and I'm going to take my ball and go home. But it's From a, now on, it's, it's Tony Chiguardo's Fat Four People. But, anyway. Wait. But, you know, come on. Night Out is basically an instrumental. Except, yes, it is. You know, uh, all right. Yes, it is. What's your problem? Uh, <laughs> Do you not like instrumentals? Is, Elton John opens albums with instrumentals. Do you yes. not like instrumentals? Okay. Is Night Out Funeral for a Friend? No. <laughs> Thank you. No. <laughs> all right. So, Dick. No. <laughs> Funeral for a Friend is probably one of the Greatest best album opens ever. ever. Yeah, of course. All right. But right. Night Out is not that. But here's what here's what no, Night Out no, is to me. I, no, but go ahead. No, go, I'm about to explode. Go ahead. Because no. Because... We're talking about because, the because, context. Because. No, the context of what this just came out after. Okay, uh, this, this. wildlife. No, wait, wildlife. Let me finish. <laughs> it's really good. I'm gonna kill you. No, wildlife comes out and sucks. All right, in terms of sales and everything. Yeah. yeah. I don't care if it went number one or whatever. It still didn't do well. Okay, so wildlife comes out, and now you're going to have the what is hopefully McCartney's comeback album. With, with wings to establish them and you're going to start it with an instrumental? No, you're right, not. My, but my, here's, but my thing about Night Out is the only good thing is it's kind of short. But... That's a good and, thing. And, yeah. you know, if you think about something like uh, Reception going into Getting Closer, yeah, that, had, that's but, only a minute. Right. But he also had... That album came on the heels of Everything before it, which yeah, from Band yeah. on the Run On right, was great. I, right, yeah, and it also that. slams right into Getting Closer. Yes, it goes but, like but here's where I'm going. You got a double album... You got a band that's been touring. Okay. And let's touring think of all right, but I know, let me pat. But okay. you got figuring but you got, out how to play together. But you got Rock Show, Venus and Mars and Rock Show as the beginning of the album Venus and Mars. <laughs> again, not, again no, Venus and Mars uh, is a short song. Not but my point being, Night Out is you come to see a rock and roll show. Okay. Night Out is the opening of the show, the credits are going by. Night Out is basically a really, really, really well-produced track. Far better than anything on... on. Well, I shouldn't say that. Dear Friend is beautifully produced. Yeah. But far better than anything on Wildlife. The the guitar work is going from speaker to speaker. It's got a, it's got a grungy it guitar part in it. It does singer also, by the way. No, it's true, yeah. yeah There's no real lyrics. No real lyrics. Nope. But I think it's the, all right, let's simulate that we're going out to a concert. We're going out for a night out. Come but on, this, be with us, just whatever. Did this with uh, Egypt Station. Has that opening song, Station, and then it ends with that. 40 seconds. Well, like you said, it's 40, 40 seconds. seconds right. But I'm talking about this. Everything, this is too long. I, I, like I said, I, until yesterday, I would have agreed with you both. If he would have just I went, listened to it out, yesterday. It would have been great. Like, <laughs> just, funny, just 40 seconds. No, night out, night out, next song. Yes, I, no, I totally agree, man, because <laughs> night out. It, it, it's just, you, you're waiting for it to, like, go into the Way next out. song. It's like, go, <laughs> where's this going? You know? It has some, uh, some good kick to it, but it's but it's, it's, not, it's in the wrong place. Put it in as a link to All right, another so song. So let me give you this. How about this? If this had been a minute, if this had been a minute and had been the opener, you don't think and 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 with those pounding drums and no, and that rock right and lick. Get but, on the right. No, but thing. here's where I'm going Bing. though. Do you, that was not as good an album opener as. Bang, 
That's I mean, really? No, I'm sorry. I think Big Bomb Bed is definitely a decent opener. All right, well, so, yeah. so you're wrong. But anyway, <laughs> uh, no. But we should we should tell people what the proposed side one was: Night Out, Get on the, the Right thing, thing, Country Dreamer, Big Bomb Bed, and My Love. And okay. and that's important because yes, when we get right. to the other right. three sides, yeah, holy yeah. crap, they're not great. Well, but all right, but that's good though because no, you gave you gave everyone zone. context of where yes, the, where Night Out falls that's, in. You're that's absolutely the point. right. You know, so Night Out going in to get on the right thing. It's not good. Like I said, I have to say, I've been looking at this, at attacking the double album and being like, oh Christ, I dread I'm going to have to do this for the show. And I listened to it last night, and it, it falls off. You're yes, absolutely right, it oh falls off. Oh my goodness, does it. But I found that the sequencing of side one was pretty good. Side mm. one and four are good. Side two and three... You might as well just not have them. That's why I said the single album. So, and we'll get to those. But right. and get on the right, right thing is okay as the second song. It's an exciting little song, but the lyrics are insipid. Again, but, it's but back they, to like they don't bother me as much. But on see that, song. that yeah, tempo. Get on the right thing tempo always bothered me. It's oh, the, see, I, it's just that. All at one. It's yeah, like, but then when it goes into the break, you're right. But, but you, you know, yes. you know, it's very ramish. Yes, it, it's a ram. It's a ram. It is a ram. Out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they recorded a lot of yeah. this at the same yeah. time. But yeah. this yes. is a sister well, you know, album. The ram. You know what this reminds ways, me of? When the night and get on the right thing. They the both have that thing where Paul yeah. starts the lyric, <laughs> and then the get on the right thing. And yeah. When the night. And then the, you yeah. Know, it's there's there's a certain. He likes his screaming, though. That's true, but at he that likes... Point, that's at that true. point, he can scream. Yes. But he also likes his repetition, though. You're right about that. Yeah, he, so well, that's because he smokes that. pot, and you just... Yeah. He forgets what it is. Yeah. <laughs> what should that? we sing in the back, Paul? Uh, I don't know. Just Night sing the Get on the Right Thing, because this is what I'm singing. But it, it's good <laughs> stuff for for Linda and, and Denny. Easy to do. You know, Easy to do. But, but Denny's yeah. a good singer. Denny's yeah. a I'm not saying Linda's not, but harmonizing, she's fine. Harmony, she's fine. I have no problem. So get on, get the, on the right thing. thing. We go to Country Dreamer, and that's. Uh, I know. I like the song. I, I, do lo- too, I but love the song. I gotta tell you something. I cannot wrap my brain around that song not being a B side. I can't. It sound. It smells like a B side. It comes it on, and I'm like, Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Yeah, right. Yeah, it smells like a B side. I put it that's on. And I'm like, point. This is a B side. Okay, so like what, what's your I point have no here problem now? with it though. It, it shouldn't be the third song. It sounds. It sounds. Oh, you mean a non-LP B side? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll, it sounds. That, you should have said that in context because oh, I'm going. Wait. No, you're right. Yeah, you're absolutely B side. Okay, but it's still on the album. It sounds absolutely. Freaking amazing on but this. But it's there's out no overmodulation in the beginning, which yeah. there is on every other version. The bass, the pedal steel, the harmonies, it's it a sounds great song. drop yes, dead but it, gorgeous. It, it, but it doesn't belong but it doesn't on belong. the album. Well, it, it doesn't, doesn't belong, belong in this spot. You, you have this whole acoustic thing at the end, Mom's a Little Girl. Um, shh, shh, don't go there. Don't go yet. But you, you have yeah. surprise. But if you move it to the end of the album, yeah. and you have an acoustic better. side, maybe. Yeah. It would Yes, but you know what? As we see on the rest of these things, Every single opener is not good for each, any side. So okay, so Country Dreamers followed by Big Barn Bed in the middle of a side where it belongs. No, I like that, um, and I actually was good. And like I like, I, Big Barn Bed like I wrote, I hate to say this, but Night Out made more sense as an opener. That was just me. Oh, to you, My Love does bring the side home on a very very mellow note, but I think that but it's the a, whole it's fine as, it's no, gorgeous, as a closer, gorgeous, because you know so, you're getting three other sides. It also resolves the way George Martin would have said, "Oh, Paul, do you really want to resolve an album side with that schmaltziness?" Like you know, whoa, 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 da 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 da. 
bang. We're and then, out. and right, and you, you know, have to get up and flip take, the album over. Correct. Yeah, and it's fine. Absolutely, that's a good choice. It's a good choice. Absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, it's closer. But then you turn the album over. Now you're like, all right, it just ended on My Love, the biggest single of probably 1973. All right? And you flip it over. Now we should tell a context. Yes, go ahead. Side two is yes. Single Pigeon, Win mm. the Night, Seaside Woman, I Lie Around, and The Mess, live. That's a mess in itself. Uh, I wouldn't call it a mess. I wouldn't oh. call it a mess. I'd call it, I'd call it inconsistent. Very. What I'd call it. No, but I'm not, I don't mean mess, but I mean the single pigeon as your opener. You no. just heard a grandiose thing, and then you're a single pigeon. What? It's, yeah, I got to tell it's you. Cute. It it's cute. It doesn't belong as an opener. That's what's hard. Sequencing is the hardest thing in the world. <laughs> the the sequencing of this B-side. album, this double album, supposed, it's just not a good well, thing. That's it's, why it's a I'm Harry saying... Nilsson album side opener. <laughs> I guess. Single Pigeon. It's a Harry a Harry Nilsson would open a side with this and then go into a, you know. Uh, it's, unfortunately, it's a, it's a cute song. Yes. It's not great. It's not Paul's answer to Blackbird. No. no but no. it's it's cute. But cute. I get it. Single it. Pigeon, Blackbird. Oh, I yeah, got it. Yeah. I see what you did there. You saw that? Yeah. But what I'm saying is... Let's write that down so we remember it. No, I don't think we should. <laughs> um, it wasn't worth remembering. But the problem is that, again, we're talking about a side opener. And to me, a side opener has to be exciting. Yes. To me. That's well, my own criteria. Night, I think, would be the better opener. Maybe. It. it actually moves Maybe. single pigs in... I think the mess would have been a kind the of The mess cool would have been a killer opener. Opener. Okay. And yeah. truthfully, even Seaside Woman would have been no, a no, because, opener. No, because it's Linda... Yeah. And no offense to Linda at all. It's a cute song, but I don't think it's a good opener. I think if you're listening to that grandiose ballad of My Love, turning it over, and then I think it's a perfect opener, like the mess. I don't think Seaside Woman would have been okay. I think even When the Night, I think the only two choices, if he's going to stick with these tracks, would be When the Night or The Mess, not Single Pigeon. It's okay. Oh, yeah, I agree. Single Pigeon is. It's just not a. Right. It's, it's not an opener. And well, side. If Single that. Pigeon could have been the end of the side. Yeah, yeah. And would have been okay. What opened side two of the original album? Are you kidding? No. Let's see. I, oh, I'm, I'm asking that. Uh, Single Pigeon. Yeah. Open Single side pigeon two. Open side two. Yep. Okay. There you go. I was waiting to catch you guys in that. Thank you. But, but <laughs> I can't remember this. doesn't mean it was... doesn't mean... It was right good. the first time, right? So he he was wrong twice. I mean, there we go. But I was waiting for that because I knew I wrote because I have written down these two are duplicates in place from the single album. And I okay. wrote single pigeon bed opener. Yeah, that's funny. Side two, and I wrote the word erratic. Uh, yeah, uh, when the night again follows single pigeon on the released album. This song's always a weird one for me. I always love the I never will forget the night bit. You know, right. never will forget yeah, the sure. night. What is his obsession with yellow? The the word yellow comes Beautiful up in lyrics yellow. a bunch of yellow. times on this album. It's also on Get On The Right Thing. I don't know what he's into with yellow. Maybe, maybe. Um, but, again, he must have liked that that one-two punch because right. it follows up on the released album. It goes into Seaside Woman, which, truthfully, if you listen to it musically one after the other, it segues perfectly yes, out I of agree. When the Night. I, I, I think yes. Seaside yeah, Woman is He wanted cool. that yeah. to be a hit. And yes, because they released it as a single in '77. Yes, '77. So, so oddly enough, he wants it to be a hit, but he doesn't put it out as Linda McCartney and Wings right. or Linda McCartney and Band. Yeah. Puts it out as Susie and the Red Stripes, and, and at that point, nobody knew what the hell that was. Yeah, he wanted it to make it on its own. And yeah, it but didn't. Paul's done that a lot of yeah. times. Where but it didn't. You know, 
It didn't no. make it. And but. He, but he really wanted it to. But four years later, he releases a single. Yeah. And just to let any fans On of that song know, which, which I am one, Epic, yeah. so my apologies in advance. Um, it is it is a different version than the one on the single. I always loved this song. I felt the fact that Loop is on the album and this isn't made me want to go find him and just just poke the him like give him the two finger the poke in the all. eyes like the Three Stooges. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, been, there's so many things that could have been impossible. Yes, but this no, would have been this would have been much better for this album. You know, thankfully you do get the photos. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink in the album. Well, implying one thing that I want to would have been on the album. I want to bring up one thing. This is the first time, out of all his releases, that a Linda sung song is on the release because a lot of the stuff that's on her solo album, so to speak, yeah, was recorded during Wings. Yeah, absolutely, oh, yeah. And, sure, and sure. nothing was on at the speed of sound. Well, Cook of the House is on. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, uh, Venus and Mars. Right, right, right. And this. It's finally there. Cook House was actually part of the record, but yeah, yeah. But th- a lot of the stuff, like New Orleans, was recorded mm-hmm. in '75. Yeah. So I'm glad that he's including Linda stuff that was recorded as Wings contextually in the right into, place. in the right place. Not that I dislike her the solo album, but I, I think it's important that that Linda stuff be included as part of Wings. Yes. Not many people bought her solo album, but maybe they hear it here. Unfortunately, it was left off. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it shouldn't have been. I agree. It's- Goes into now again. Here's what we have to question. Okay, no, no, no. We've, no, no, we've reconstructed the double album for the release. That's great. Okay, we've reconstructed the double album, but the fact that those songs were not used on the album, they may have been manipulated after the fact into something different. When Paul did release them in the context they did come out in, like what? All right, I lie around starts out with that whole jumping in the lake thing. Oh, we're gonna jump in! Oh, and then, and then the music comes in. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Well, would would that fit the atmosphere of the would, song? Yeah, but would that opening have been there on the album? We don't know. We don't know whether or not his choice of that may have been something they recorded. Maybe it was a, an atmospheric they had around. Oh, yeah. Thoughts, but so who knows? Because what I wrote here for myself was on an album at that point in the middle of a side that opening sounds a little silly if it had been a side opener it, I'm not sure I think, but, I, 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 I think as a closer it would have been cool it, it didn't, it didn't yeah. bother me the way I, I like the fact that it goes from a Linda song song to a, to Denny. a Denny song yeah, I think, and that's Very, definitely on purpose yeah. Uh, you know, yeah yeah but that also may be the reason they're not on that could be exactly yeah, I mean it's a B side now yeah. yeah to live yeah. and let die yeah so at so, least he thought about it as a good song yeah. You know, yeah, so. I mean, it is a decent song. Yeah, I like the song a lot. I, you know, I, I, the opening, like I said, sounds a little silly. I think it should have started cold on the album. I think yeah. he could have taken off the intro on the album. I think this song has totally has a Ram feel to it. Yeah, it's good um, harmony. I think on the double album, and I have to go back and listen, that this is a remix. I was going to try to listen to it today. Right. I think this is a remix, because that raunchy guitar, that, <laughs> that grunge guitar... Is brought up really high in the mix. I'm not sure, and I don't know if it's like that on the 45 mix. It's a long track to me. It's a little more musically complex than I remember it being. Right on the B side. Yeah. Well, everybody always thought of it as a throwaway. Yeah, it, most it's B sides not were a, always thought about. They as were, but you're. This is not a throwaway. I, no, it's not. I, I understand. As a track, it's, a, but, it's, but when you're on the flip side of Live and Let Die, it's a throwaway. 
Yeah. It is, but you know what? How many people discovered, you know, oh, who's that other guy singing? Uh, not many. How many people well, really flipped that single? I think, you know, I always flip <laughs> the singles. Yeah. You. Yeah. A yeah. lot of... A lot of you, people maybe you. didn't. A yeah. lot of people didn't. And then you kick everybody's ass with the side closer. That's a good side closer. Yes. Kicks ass, always did. Yeah. Would have been cool to have had a but sort of a live track on the album. To me, again, take off loop and put on, like, well, how long is loop? Loop's only four and a half four minutes. Four or something. Yeah, but... So you would only have room for this or yeah, but, Seaside but, Woman. So? Yeah, put this on <laughs> there. But again, this was also a B-side. Yep. Yes. To, for my love. Yeah. For my love. For my love, which I is mean, cool. This song went through multiple variations during the yeah. live performance with regards to the sequencing of the of the suite of yeah. the pieces. Nobody knows what the hell any of it means. The song it and, is a mess, but it's yeah. a good mess. I, mean, and, I love them, but it, no, no, but no, it's no, back to the idea. Like that, but it's, yeah. it's all over the place. That you're still at a point where if you look back at what you've heard so far, you're back to the idea that that my love is the only track so far that's going to be high Anything. art. Yeah. So far? You're in, a you're in a lot of primitivism here. Side three. Side, side three, I'll a, read you the... Yeah, read the, the yes. The, side three opens with best friend, yeah. live, loop, first Indian on the moon, yeah. and then the medley, which is hold me tight, lazy dynamite, hands of love, and power cut. Ugh. Don't say... Oh, no, I like no. The medley. <laughs> I do too. You guys are nuts. Um, Thank you. It's, for me, side three is where the double album concept just falls down. This um, falls one down thing, kills itself. One thing that Paul would make me, again, want to give him the Three Stooges poke in the eyes... Everything. And it's wildlife. It's everywhere in wildlife. And it's in this... Why are his effing intros so damn long? Why is it 48 seconds before a vocal comes in? And, because he, that was, and it's he mindless was chord cool changing. the era of that. It's a guitar solo time too. So and he's got, he's got, but, but think about this also. What what is he's that? Got, he's got a blues guitar player. Who yeah, doesn't who's, take care? Uh, right, not letting him do anything. Right, who's right. not exactly being let rip? A blues he's not, guitar player who did plays, a solo in my love. Right, he plays it differently. Though. Right. Yes, That's he does, it. but you know what? They also had something called Henry's Blues. Yes. And guess yeah. what? That's nowhere. Right. That's nowhere either. But, so, so anyway... If you really wanted to showcase Henry... Yeah, well, best you know, friend... Because they had they had Night Out and Moop as instrumentals. You could easily fit Henry's Blues somewhere here. I'm and sure again, it's could. back to the idea that now you have an album side <laughs> opener and a disc <laughs> opener from the guy that brought you fixing a hole we can't singing comparing I, I know you can't but yeah you, you, I'm sorry but I'm putting it in context in terms of but this comes out in 1973 and when that Stone's music's ready, only ready to destroy exactly us. And when those albums are only four or five years old okay you know you're still looking you're at not good at math by the way well well Sgt. Pepper's what six years old 67 old at this point. so it's six it's seven years, years so, for, for no one you know yeah okay well I read I said for no okay. one I, I thought I said fixing a hole I'm sorry no you said for no one yeah no I, I, I so was actually thinking seven years ago and so still still McCartney but they, but they, they but really a different you gotta remember company. a lot of records <laughs> records basically were every not year. to Rob Koenig we'll say and, 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 and the Beatles were every six months so it wasn't like today where this album probably would even come out if Paul was put, look, look how long it takes for anyone to put out records. Yeah, now, so. yeah. Well, anyway, where I'm going is, you know, you start. You're a minute before the song, and then you waiting for Paul to sing. You're waiting for the why, why, why do you treat me so bad, so bad? Oh, come on now, like really, just it's just 
it's you know, a good instrumental track when it it's kicks in. It's a great instrumental track, but but, but, but it, uh, he's typically but, lazy. And it's followed by. I love you very, 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 very much. much. There you go. But I love and it's, that. And it's followed. <laughs> I do too, actually. I hate to say it. But, but loop. But it's followed by loop. First Indian on oh, the I moon. Care about that first Indian. Oi. It's, Boy, it's, it's no. How? How? Oi. Oi. No, no, no. This, it's interesting please. stuff for Denny Sywell. Yes. It's interesting okay, playing it, by Denny Sy- but Sywell. But does anybody care about that? Dude. Unless you're the, with the beads in the The space the segment the, uh, yeah. is not no freaking Grateful Dead. It's not. And and Paulie, you are a way more talented bassist than that little break in the song oh, ever would imply. It's it's a song so, that... It's a song you it's, skip. It's a... It's one of those things where the band shows up and they say, let's get tuned up, let's figure it out, and they do loop. Yeah. But the problem is that you got, I mean... It's not whether, a song you want to listen to again. But but the medley's next, and even though the medley is four songs, I know you don't like it, but no. it's really one song on the album. So yeah, and you truthfully... you got three tracks on this side, which... Yeah. And again, I like the medley. I like the I medley do. very much. I really do, yeah. but... You, this side is so weak. I oh, God, I, I always say that I would have been much happier if the stuff in the medley had been separate songs. Well, if I, he had I, come I, up with endings. Yes. A la the, no, MO. because no, because he did a beautiful, like career topping job of putting a medley together in a way on memory almost full. And those songs all had beginnings and endings. They had a thematic flow. Yeah, they had a, a beautiful feel. Songs. There were better songs. You're right, yeah. but had you given "Hold Me Tight" an hold ending, me tight, if, if hold, hold, hold me, tight, me tight fades into "Lazy Dynamite." You know what? But, you, why did it have to be in the middle? The problem is, it's two and a half minutes. It's a, it's a regular hold, song. Hold Me Tight's a good song, but the problem right. is, it, it's part of this medley where it's just it should have been shorter. It's a, it's a song that keeps repeating itself. Just well, it, it, it repeats itself thematically. There's musical yes. themes that repeat, which is what makes it a medley and makes it a suite. Mm-hmm. He repeats the feel of Holy Tights repeated later in, in the, the musical. Yeah, it's done like another a, verse for Holy Tight instead of the continually singing Holy Tight, Holy Tight, Holy Tight. Okay, we got it. Right, but right. but if he would have like shortened that part and done another verse, this is a separate song. Totally. To, to me, totally. it's 11 minutes. If you could have cut this down to six and just take those four songs and the bits that were strongest. Well, then I don't think it would have worked. No, then, I mean, to me, that's better. Lazy Dynamite to me which goes he, on which too Which is sort of what he did on uh, Egypt Station with that last song with the three right. songs, C-Link and the yeah. other two. But Lazy Dynamite has a nice guitar solo. It does, but it still goes on too long. You're you know, right. The piece yeah. itself does You're have right. a great I, guitar I agree solo. with you, Tony, that if these yeah. were separate songs, it's uh, hopefully shorter. I would probably like them better. Well, they wouldn't have been shorter. Each song would have been two and a half minutes instead. But if they'd been fleshed out, you know, As I mean, real songs. Hands of Love, mm-hmm. I always loved, always loved, and Power Cut, the Me I Love You So, I love that. But other than that, yeah, I think the song. See, I like Lazy Dynamite. I like this medley a lot. Yeah, so, it's but but this side as a whole oof. is is one that you'd probably skip. You wouldn't get to the medley because you go from Best Friend into Loop, and you go, "What the hell am I listening to?" Correct. You move on. Yeah. Um, but 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 if you take out Loop, put in Live and Let Die on this. Best Friend into Live and Let Die into the medley. It's not bad. 
Not bad. It's not bad. It's not I bad. didn't say it's great. I would have done it's best friend into into the medley into live and let die. Well, let me end with live. Yeah. But I then again, you, then you you'd have to do more because the medley is eleven the minutes. The medley. You don't want live and let die after the medley because you're you're gone by then. You yeah, want but, live and let die before the medley, so you're like saying, "Oh, that was a great song," and then the medley then you starts, and you realize, it it's too, you know, it's that you don't mind long. how bad it is because you think of live and let die. But, wow. it, but they can only Tell fit twenty two really minutes on a side. So if you took the medley out of here. And put "Live and Let Die." You got to add more songs, or else it doesn't work. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, know. it's just it's just. Well, he really didn't do medleys after this for a while, except for Venus and Mars right, and to right. rock show. We're gonna go to side four. Go into the context right. of what's on side four. Putting it in context, I kind of look at side four as kind of like the countryside. Yes, um, with with the first song being the worst song. Well, let me just uh, give the, let me put it in in context. Mama's little girl, I would only smile. One more kiss, tragedy, little lamb, dragonfly from. The original album, we only have one, well, two tracks two. of the five. Uh, it opens with Mama's Little Girl. I, I, you know, I wrote, it's lovely background music. It's cute. It's a complete throwaway. This is a throwaway. It's background music. It's This is bip-bop flushed bip-bop out. Bip-bop with no, orchestration. Flushed no, out. no. It's a, I think it's a pretty little song. No, it's a pretty, well, he also did this. It's a very pretty again. little he song. He put this out as a, as a B-side. Later, much yeah. later, like eighty two. Well, no, no, it was eighty nine. No. Sometime 80, next right. year was with it, and yeah, what was the other song? It was yeah. with put it, there. put it there. Put it there. That's it, right? You're right. Yeah, eighty nine. But I mean, we're yeah. talking. So he liked it enough, but he liked it enough to put it out sixteen years later. No, but this, this is taking up room in the garage. No, but this the problem out. is that again, there's other. Well, stuff that was supposed on to be on here. cold cuts. Yes. Yes. absolutely. Yeah, we should we should probably note the that other cold cuts from the. We 80s. should probably note that in the cold cuts from the '80s, you would have gotten a lot of this um, album. a number of things from this album. You you would have definitely gotten "Best Friend." Tragedy. You would have gotten "Mama's Little Girl." You would have gotten that uh, tragedy. You so anyway, might but, have gotten that. But would only "Mama's Little those. Girl" is a hard. If it's in the middle of the tracks, okay. Horrible side opener. Horrible but, side opener. Horrible. You'd like single yeah. pigeon better. No, okay, but I just said if, like if, you, if you go back on the tape here, okay. you'll hear I didn't like that. Yeah. But you know what? You open this with "I would only smile." I totally, totally. I, I actually like "Mama's Little Girl." In but the middle, it, it doesn't bother me as the opener as much as it bothers you guys. Or, or you open this with "One More Kiss" with that ding, ding, boom, boom. Well, if you were gonna have that as the next single, I would be the perfect thing. But I one think more, it see, to me, single. "One More Kiss" it, it's just the same as opening with "Single Pigeon." No. No, it's no, one more no. kiss is a full song. No, it's, it's a country it, tune. Like I wrote, one more kiss. Fine enough. Another country tune from Paul. Cute. Goes nowhere. Oh, it goes everywhere. I like that song a lot. Oh my goodness! Do you uh, will you listen to I the think, same I song? I, yeah. When I was no, listening, when I heard one more kiss, you know what I said? I said it's Paul should have re-recorded this. I guess you're right. With a with the no, band a from Kisses on the Bottom. And turn it into a ballad. That nah. Well, yes. you know, you're, you're right. Yes. It's got that whole dun dun dun. And it's got dun, a presentation dun, dun, that would fit dun, dun, perfectly. Dun, dun. But you yeah, also have Diane that. Crow play the again, piano. I know I'm going back to like the night Chicago die, but that you have the wow, you know, like the little. You do, but it's 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 not. It's, it's a not, small. It's a schmaltzy track. It's absolutely schmaltzy, but it's, but it it's is, part but of it, the 1970s. It's, it's, it's a good song, though. It's a lost song. Boy, I think I think we're I think we're. We're, we're putting him in the MOR rack. So what? He put well, himself there. And and I think well, I Living Let Die comes out in two months. So but yeah, you're right. All right. But what? So my love is not MOR. Well, my love at least has a scorching guitar solo. But on it's it. an MOR song. Uh, but I don't know. I, again, I, anyway, this is on the real album, so we've yeah. already talked about this. It is about this, right, but, but, but still, I would only smile. 
is a perfect three-minute pop song. Love it. Especially for the context of 1973. Love the chorus. I love the hook. I love the... And if your hands is reaching out... I love the the middle eight. Just phenomenal. It it might be Denny's best song as a solo writer. Denny's most realized song. Yeah. I I love Again and Again and Again. Yeah, well, which don't I think could, time to hide and no, true. but that, yeah. well, that was a uh, AOR hit when, when there yeah. was yeah. AOR radio. But again and again and again, could have been a single. This I would only smile should have been a yeah. single. I would only smile, especially in that one hit wonder. Oh, definitely. Uh, that, that, genre that, yes, uh, would have been perfect. You can hear this on the radio back to back with like the last song. Absolutely, with, you know, yeah. You can hear this on nineteen seventy three top, yeah. top forty yeah. radio, right? Right. It would have been all over the place, and if, yeah. even if it was Denny Lane and Balls, <laughs> no, I'm just saying it was Denny Lane and Ball and Balls. <laughs> yeah. um, you see right. Dan Ingram going Dan Ingram, balls. Um, balls. All right, so I, uh, it's too bad. Speaking I mean, of Balls, one but more. You know the thing about that song yeah. though is What's they that? never went back to it. They never put it on what? any other record. I would only smile because no, because, because it was Denny. Denny. No, but you know the way. Let's say you know why wasn't it put on like Band on the Run. Oh, I no. don't think it would have fit on Band on the Run. No. Okay, well, Venus and Mars would probably would have no, fit on it. No, it's, 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 it's of it's, its, of time. its time. Exactly. Well, I don't know. I was it's just thinking that. It's, it's still a good And the time was that year. Yep. It because after that, that, Paul became a different artist. Well, Paul he, went rockier. Yeah. Yes, well, that's what Band yeah. on the Run is about. Well, really. But so, I mean, I think, I think Denny went rockier, too. Yeah. You know, so I don't, I don't think it would have fit on the subsequent albums, but I do think it would have been a perfect single. But... He didn't do anything. One More Kiss follows I Would Only Smile. We already kind of bandied yeah, about One More did. Kiss in there. Next track, Wow. I That's just for me. I'm one sorry, of my all-time wow. favorite McCartney vocals of the, of the time. It was a cover. Many versions of this are out there. This is the one that would have been on Cold Cuts. This is sort of the correct one, guitar-wise. But it's um, also, to me, slow, dirty. It is slow, it's but beautiful. what a gorgeous track, though. Where does it fit? Anywhere. It fits that if On there had not cuts. been a My Love, there could have been a This. No. 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 no I, I agree with that. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's a Can good, it's a good song. Been a it's, 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 song it's, it's where no, you... No, no. I'm saying this would have been the big ballad on the record, probably. Is yeah, the wouldn't thing have been a number one. The thing about this album, the thing about this album is, is that once he did Band on the Run, there's a, there's a line in the sand where it's different after Band on the Run. Paul Much. finally figures out how to... Write the great songs, and he again. never does right. another cover. Uh, is that I'm gonna, true? I'm, no, I'm probably not. But no, just you are right. Wait, Wings over America. Well, no, I'm not no, talking no, about. Right. Yeah. Uh, but, but no, you're absolutely right. He never does. He never records another cover. Yeah, we're yeah. probably wrong, and they're gonna people. No, I know. I don't no, think so. No, we're no. right. No, I think we're right. We're right. And I don't think he put it on there on purpose because it's got to be. He's got to establish himself as wings, not a cover. Well, he does do girlfriend, which Michael Jackson wrote it. I'm sorry. I'm no, kidding. no, anyway. he wrote it. Michael Jackson did it. <laughs> I know. I personally love this. It's it's originally a Thomas Wayne uh, single. Uh, to me, it's a throwaway. The, yeah, I just have always loved it. I'm sure it was one of Paul's favorites, but either way, uh, been tragedy. Cool guitar wise, absolutely. Guitar wise, though, the guitar sound on this record. Goes perfectly into Little Lamb Dragonfly. Yes. Now, does. Little Lamb perfectly. Dragonfly to me is almost like a sweet in itself. Yes, I agree. I completely agree. It's with you. six minutes. I completely it, agree. It's with you. almost a little sweet. I in wrote itself. here. I love this sweet. Right. I, I call it a sweet. Absolutely. It's it, great. It, I think it's a good size it, closer. It has shades of Hands of Love in here still. A little bit. A little bit. There's yeah. elements of Hands of Love that come back into this. 
I think that this. I think it's such so well sung. It's uh, totally the, like he's so into emotive. Yep, it's that. But you know, the it's a choice of that twelve string guitar, right? That really helps this song tremendously. That totally does. My like, God, the remaster, and we have to add the remastering. Yeah, it's the same remastering that's used on the single yeah. album, but the remastering shines on a song yep. like but that. When he yep. says that line, you know. Uh, you and I, and he, it's like yeah. still like you hear him. Oh, yeah. I could hear him singing it, yeah. yes. and that sounds weird. I mean, yeah, I know no, I, I know. hear him singing, yeah, it, but yeah, I yeah. could see him doing it, like in the studio, really trying. He probably, I don't know, we, we're never going to get like a sessions of this. And when you get that, I would love to see. That's those notes. Yep, this is epic. He's on to my car. I will give you that. Oh, thank you. No, I will. No, but I'm just saying. Like I again, hearing it again. It's it epic. Is in a way, yeah. the only thing it doesn't is. do is, you know, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't come back with a weird drum thing and like a like a reprise. Even though I don't know what there's the there's a great it. feeling hearing uh, just him saying la la la. Yeah, and not and even singing words. And it just it fits a, in this one. Yeah, and it, there's a reassuring feeling to it. I don't know why, but there is I, something I, about the song. Yeah. It's the different songs on about? this album. No clue. Exactly. But this, I mean, lyrically, he still is a great big WTF. Yes. on this record yes. in a lot of ways it's a beautiful song but Band of the Run comes a little closer to reality but look let's face it man we go from this to what the hell is Jet about really it's Jet's a great disguised song. as a rock song though you know that's it, why precisely but it's so, still what the it's still right it, what, I thought the exactly. major was a lady yeah right it's still about a Labrador Retriever okay that helps it probably you has know. a little thing that Paul knows and no one else does you know why he knows it Rob you know why he knew it in 1973 you know why why that's why. Thank you, James. It, it, thank you, James Corden. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, you know, what? what? Jet. Jet. It's what what about. I just wrote a song about about the dog, about the Labrador. Yeah, I think oh, she I was, a, was a plane. I thought she was a lady suffragette. I think she was suffragette. I'm gonna well, just go to thing. sleep now. Sleep Suffer it off. Suffragette from Jet. Wait. Yeah. Well, it, it rhymes. But it, <laughs> no. What? What the hell is a suffragette? But you don't care because you're rocking along with it. You're rocking along. Yeah. Because that. Well, one thing he does have yeah. is a propensity for a great melody. Yes, and a gr- and yeah. that and you know again, like you said, once Band on the Run comes, whether he is a weird ass lyricist on it or not, all of that is disguised, you know, because you got the but, great. But when rock you songs. sure, but yeah. when you at least when you get to Band on the Run, you've got some of the stories, quote unquote, that are consistent. Correct. Like you get to Band on the Run, you get Band on the Run. You get Mamonia, what which, we, which is a real what lyric. Mamonia, by the way. Mamonia. 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 But here's the thing. What did you say at the beginning of this show? You said... I don't know. I, was, I don't either, I was, right? I was okay. sleeping. No. no, but you said at the beginning of the show that a lot of this stuff was recorded around Ram Time. Yeah. So Ram Time. This well, is some n- of it was. Well, right. Some but, of it was, but, yeah. Right, but yeah. what I'm saying is... Or the song's written and put together, yeah, yeah. Right, but it's inconsistent because you're talking about stuff that you're putting out now two albums ago that you wrote it so it's not like with Band on the Run where it's now consistent this is still a part of something yes, else I see what you mean where no, Band no, on the Run's a new beginning correct and this Probably. is like you know yeah. I took stuff from two albums ago yeah when I recorded yeah. it back then I, I may have changed as an artist in this year and a half got it you don't yeah. know but he certainly did with Band on the Run right but well this is still like uh, disjointed did he pick the right songs? No. Uh, no. no. All right, and what's gone from the final Luke, album? right away. There you go. Right away. 
and what's the in final its place? album? I have no one's final. No, no. What's gone from? Oh, what's you, gone we're talking about making the, it from a two to a one. Yes, a two okay. to a one. Did he make the right picks? No. No. What's what should have been taken off the single? Rob. Uh, all from the single disc. Okay. Yes. Uh, yeah, let's yeah, see. Yeah. Okay. Um, single pigeon loop and the uh, medley. Okay. Um, so. See, that's a tough one. Yeah. Because if you take off the medley, you got eleven minutes, so you got four songs there. Right. Okay. Well, there's, uh, there's a lot of songs here that you know he didn't put on. So. I know, but now you see, know. See, I liked single pigeon as a side opener, but that's just. Me. I don't. I like the medley um, as a closer. I like the medley as a closer. To me, the only thing that Loop I would have gone. really taken out would have been Loop. Yeah, and you well, would have put I would only put, smile. I would have put either I would only smile or the mess. Uh, you put the mess on side one as put, the closer. So what are you getting rid of? That's what I'm I saying. I don't thing, know. If you put I would only smile, though, I, I think yeah. because yeah, Mrs. McCartney maybe wants her song on there. No, but that you she can't. might say that. But if you take Denny's song off, then it's easier not to have her song on. You Ooh, see, to me, wow, so, that's politically correct. Well, you know, he's, he's, right, he's trying to say it's a band, and then right. he takes off the two other people who sing leads. It's better. You know, it's not like Henry had a lead or Denny but this Silo is the fir- had a lead. But see, uh, we had talked about this off mic. You then move forward, and Denny has a song on Band on the Run. Why would you throw that? And then you have Denny and Jimmy McCulloch on Venus and Mars. Right. And then you have the whole band doing right. it on, v- on Wings to Be a Sound. Right. And, okay. and then you got Denny on London Town. So he does it later... Because he's more secure in himself because Band on the Run's a hit. That's true. Uh, maybe but that's true. But before that, he ha- he's having to establish himself. So maybe he's thinking, well, you know what? If I have to have this album be well or else I, I don't know where I'm going. Yeah. And and maybe Linda and Denny are not on it because of that. Later maybe. on, I, he's, the Wings is establishing. And you know well, what? Yeah. It doesn't matter. I just realized that Wings well. is like really fun. It's kind of like, I'm just thinking about like my marriage and, and your marriage. You know, your marriage. How do you think about my marriage. No, but... <laughs> How do you tell your wife? I just got no. your song. <laughs> Have you heard the song? Oh, no. by, by the way, love. Um, yeah, you look great today. Oh, you know, you really you look thanks. beautiful. I love your pictures. I love your pictures. You're just taking some great photos. I love you so much. Yeah, I cut your song. Anyway, <laughs> so <laughs> what do you do, you know? Uh, and, and thank you, by the way, for letting me use your name for, to yeah. publishing so we can make so the money. Make the money, yeah. So I, 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 honey, no. I, I, I bought you a goat. I bought you a goat. A long and, leather uh, coat. And a, I bought you a goat, and, a, and I cut your song. Uh, well, <laughs> well, I... I, I, mean, I like cut your song. Mm-hmm. You know, I easily see... <laughs> I got your Pentax. I got your song. <laughs> I got your Pentax. And I got your song. Actually, you know what? If you were to take away side two of Red Rose Speedway and then change it to Seaside Woman, I would only smile. Country Dreamer. Well, again, I really believe that he's, mess. I believe that he was very torn at this point. Right? Yeah. He wanted the band to be established, but he still ego-wise said, "I'm Paul McCartney." But he was also if, the, if EMI said, "Hey, we don't like this as a two record set." Which he's also worrying about the record company, even though he owns his stuff. What, he still has a deal with the record company right. to put out records. Right, and so. I think in his head, as much as he wanted this to be a double album, it just couldn't be. Right, I, I don't think so. I mean, the record company didn't want it to be. He wanted it to be, but then realized- he had the same problem with McCartney too. You know, back to the egg didn't sell what Columbia had wanted. And they said, we're not putting out this second album of weird techno stuff. 
and he right. kind of cut it down right. to a single disc. This is the first time it's happened to him, but, but it's this not happened, the last. It's, yeah, it's going to be yeah. a few more times. Well, we've gotten through disc two. Hi, everyone. Just wanted to let you know that besides Fab Four Free For All, each of the three of us are involved in our own individual projects. Mitch Axelrod's two books, Beetle Tunes, the only book about the cartoon Beetle show, and Little Billy and Baseball Bob, can be found through all of your good booksellers online, including Amazon.com, or if you'd like autographed copies, contact Mitch on Facebook. And my buddy Rob Leonard has a great Beatles show that he's been doing for 20 years called Beatle Songs, and it's on every Friday night from 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you can listen to it online. It's streaming at www.ncc.edu slash WHPC. And also look for it on TuneIn.com. And Tony Truquardo is the host of 4F, free format for free, on WCWP 88.1 on Long Island. He's on every Monday from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Time. And also at www.wcwp.org. Also available on TuneIn.com. We are uh, now going to look at Disc 3, which is the outtakes. We've looked at Disc 2 of the audio aspect of the box set, uh, which I think is as far as we're going to go with this particular episode as we examine the box. But the outtakes are interesting, but they're not earth-shattering. No. In any way, shape, or form. But we should say, to make up for that, as we'll discuss in the Well, next I shouldn't say just outtakes. It's outtakes and it's the singles. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, it's yeah, very yeah. dumb to say the outtakes. That's not... No, 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 but uh, the bonus stuff. Yes. The bonus tracks on this are made up for, even though they're not spectacular, they're made up for in what we get in DVD. Right. So, you know... Right, absolutely. Yeah, because these boxes were very expensive. They really were more, much more expensive than the others. Well, the, yes. the combined two, Wildlife and, and Red Rose Speedway... List with price four hundred bucks. Well, that's with well, the, live that's the in deluxe Europe. box with deluxe. the live in Europe. Yes, yeah, really. so really but each one of these was, uh, was. But there's only eleven oh. discs, so that's a lot of money. You yeah, get but, the books, that's great. But you know. but these two, wildlife and Red Rose Speedway, were a lot more list price. Red Rose Speedway's a cheap retail is one fifty something. Right. And uh, and one twenty for uh, wildlife. Yeah, and at one so point no, I did cheap. put on our show page that it was like eighty nine bucks for a day. And yeah. people went nuts. Yeah. Wildlife. No, yeah. Red Rose. Oh, okay. Interesting. Okay. Well, you should read our page more. I don't. <laughs> I know you. I love uh, all of you, though. <laughs> but the, the thing is, for the money, he did give us more for, uh, on this one. But you know what? Money. I expected a lot more. Because these are the two. What least were you expecting, Rob? Because he a told lot, us a, a lot, lot more. Because he told us on his page. <laughs> because the reason is, expecting? this is the two albums that didn't sell a lot, and there's a lot more stuff. I was looking through, and like, there's a whole disc of demos that came out in the Dutch import market a few years ago. Yeah, and, and he's not known to do yeah. that. Yeah, and but you know, that's if you want to entice someone to buy both these. Box sets or whatever, whatever you want to call it, deluxe sets. Deluxe sets. Then you should even add more. He sort of did it for Flowers in the Dirt. Now Flowers in the Dirt's a different album. Yeah. But then you had to download a disc, which was a idiotic thing. The problem here, Rob, is that not the problem, but at this point there are a set number of fans who are going to buy any 
deluxe box because it's now, like you said, like an OCD collector's thing. Yeah. You've got to have every box. And and that's fine. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Uh, for me, I'm going to pick and choose because, you know, for me, I'm really I, I, looking forward to this what way. hopefully is the if, next if, two. If we didn't do this show and I wasn't doing Beatles songs, yeah. there's a very good chance I wouldn't even care about these two. Correct. But what would you be doing with your life if you weren't doing the show and doing Beatles songs? He'd be like married with like nine kids. No, you know, I, like nine, I, 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 you know what? I've, I've never I thought of that. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't see you guys probably. What on would a you basis. do without us? You'd I don't know. Be, probably be that's, happy. <laughs> I love doing this show. I love doing I Beatles songs. But there's, it's just like we were just, Tony and I were just talking about Neil Young and his archive, and you know, he's a lot of stuff's going to be downloadable, and there are albums that. You know he's putting out separately, and not there's not this whole. Uh, well, he has big boxes, but they're different the way that Paul's doing them. Paul's right, he has stand. Neil has unreleased standalone no, albums. Yes, yeah. right. Well, you know what? We said it years and years and years ago. If he ever put out a deluxe box of just cold cuts, yeah, that would be a very interesting box. That would be fantastic. yeah. But but again, what's going to happen if a year from now he puts it in? And where we're going, folks? For those of you who don't know, there is a. Super deluxe version of the two albums. It's four hundred dollar retail. It's sold out. It's sold out, and well, it comes with a bonus disc live in Europe seventy two seventy three. And the question is, what if he decides in six months to put that out as a standalone? And there'll be an uprising. Yeah, people will be uber pissed. But, but he won't th- put it out. But the thing is, Springsteen did that when he put out the Hammerstein Odeon show from seventy five. Right. Was part of the. Born to Run box, and then right. they realized. Well, but we the Born to Run box wasn't a hundred and forty nine. No, it wasn't. So but it was, all, it was also different. It was like thirty five here, Here's the other thing, guys. The big box, four hundred bucks, originally said sold out, limited edition. Right. Now it says on you know, on his page, first edition. Right. If right. he puts out a second edition. Because people are paying sixteen hundred bucks on eBay for this thing. Not me. I mean, not me either. But sixteen for wildlife and red rose speedway to get the twenty disc thing of live in Europe for sixteen hundred dollars. Paul better be coming to my house and playing bit <laughs> pop. No, tell you our, our, fr- our friend Darren Devivo was like posting on Facebook. I need to get this box. I need to. I think he said, I want this box because yeah, yeah. it is limited. Yeah, it is. Paul That's told you it's limited. Yeah. Now, but if he comes out and, and does a second edition, the people who pay $400, even though it might be $400 again, people are paying five and six and seven and $1,800, whatever, they're going to be pissed as hell. Yeah, they and will, I, but I, you know I what? That's not going to stop them from doing another one. You know, we're still waiting for the third edition of Egypt Station. Truth be told, i got to be honest with you, That's he may, I know, he may do, I'm not saying he will, he may do what I was saying he should have done to begin with. I know. He may uh-huh. take a bunch of these discs and put them out with none of the extra crap. He won't do that. And that'll be addition two. He won't do that. No, I think what he's going to do is what the, the, that two-disc set, which I happen to like a lot, where it's the first disc is the actual album, the second disc, are, which would be probably the bonus <coughs> audio CD3. yeah. 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 That, that I can see. Well, it's him not. Doing it's that. different from. Well, let's both. Right, right. Yeah. It's, it's, All right. So, but that thing, that out, that mentality where it's outtakes. Like he's done it with a couple. So of others. All right. Well, let's that. get into disc three. We're looking at uh, the two singles. Mary had a little lamb. Back to little woman. Love. High, high, high. Back with Sea Moon. Right. No surprises there. The remastering is exceptional. Oh, it's great. Yeah. They and sound you know what? great. Even Mary had a little lamb. Sounds really good. Oh, it does. Sounds great. Really. It, sounds it, great. it really did. The well the done. breakup of the instrumentation during the choruses is oh, pretty cool. Yeah. Next comes Live and Let Die. Again, 
the single. It is it, what it is. It, is, I mean, what it, is. it sounds friggin' magnificent. It, it always um, It's interesting that it's just smack in the middle of the disc. Then you start getting to these early mixes. Get on the right thing, Little Lamb Dragonfly. It's nice. It's interesting. Is it mandatory or is it filler? Um, mandatory. Okay, why? Because I wasn't asking. I was asking that. No, no, I, I understand. No, I totally get it. Like Rob just said, he expected more. You gotta give for the money. Well, if but, he took this out. But here's my here's my point though. You know, you're looking at two quote early mixes. What is really that? Different. See, early. I mean, mixes, again, I'm, uh, I'm being devil's advocate. Yeah, no, I'm, not, early, I'm the heavy bootleg collector. Early, I want them. Their early mixes. Right. I would rather have had demos. Maybe there were no demos. We don't know. I mean, I there, there I, are I, demos. Like I, even on the boots, I hate when they have the monitor mix. I mean, no, well, that's ridiculous. I, I, these are. Saying, I know these yeah, are not that. These are but, not that. The only thing is, I got to tell you, Little Woman Love. I got to say, I'm a little surprised at him for putting that out. Why? It's not quite Linda singing Hey Jude, the board mix, but it's cute and all, but it's very sloppy with him and Linda. It's, but it's, it's, it's an early mix. It's a session sort of, like you imagined it, part of what made the album. It's a yeah, making but it's, I'm not. But you it's know, not. You know what? I think it was probably, to him, it, it's Like they're it's laughing so and yeah, they're it's, cute. It's, and it's him and Linda being fun. It is, you know, but... Having fun, I when it, But it's hard when it's Linda McCartney. Why? Because she's gotten so much slag about her vocals. Yeah, but that's 20 years ago. Exactly. You know, I All think, right. I think, okay. And she's gone, and I think this is just a nice little reminder um, yeah, to Paul yeah. of, of how of the fun, integral she was. Correct. And how much fun they had in the studio, whether and, and, you think she's a good singer or not. And how right. important she was to Paul during that whole time. Correct. Whether she was writing or not, or singing or not, she was there, and that's so important to Paul. Yep. And, and, yeah, I agree you know, with you. You know, that's why Bip Bop... Bip Bop, from what I read, was something his kids liked. Yeah, of but course, you know but what? So, how could they not? But you know what? Right? You know, if it but was 20 years what? later, they would like Barney, and Barney's not exactly high art either. But no, here's, you know, that's here's true, the thing. We, we keep forgetting. Paul could always turn to his left or right and see John. Let's just say John for now, not George, right? Let's just say John, his, song, his songwriting partner. Right? Now the Beatles are gone, and Paul's uncomfortable... He wants a band thing, but now he had Linda on stage because he can look to his right or left and see Linda. So right. I right. think it's just a comfort level of Paul at that time. Now, if Linda were alive today, all right, let's speculate. If Linda were alive today, would she be in his new band? Would she be in the band? Would no, she, that's what I'm saying. Would, would she be in that band? No. Probably no. Mm. If Linda were alive today, we don't even know if he'd have this band. Well, but I'm saying if he did put together a band in the 2000s and Linda could have been alive, I don't think she'd be in the band anymore. He needed her at that point because he needed, if he failed with these three strangers behind well, him. He obviously needed her in 89 too because she was out there in 89. Yeah. Okay. What's the, the one thing there? That was his first tour since 76. Right. He needed his comfort zone again. Right. And also, would she she still wanted to do it? Right. Right. And she even said, you know, I really didn't want to do that, but he he needed me. So I don't think she would have been. But at that point, that's why I think all this is on there, because you're right, Rob. She was very integral to the band at that point, to to him and the band at that point. And she was, because 
whether you like her or not, having her sing on I Am Your Singer, right? that song is not the same song without her. No, absolutely not. And, absolutely. and, and that's why when... I appreciate video, her very much. That's why oh, yeah. I like her bits in Little Woman Love on the released version. I just think on this version it highlights it so much, and it's and it's naked. They're trying. They're trying they're just, to figure it out. Yeah, that's yeah, all. I but agree. I think it's just you know it's here he's working with Linda, right? And I think this is that's, me and my partner yeah, having fun. Yeah, I think that's the important. Okay, thing. So okay I'll give you that. A lot of these things. Well, the, okay. go ahead. No, no go I was going to say the things about the thing about get on the right thing and Little Lamb Dragonfly in the early mixes is that they are sans orchestration. They are sans. Multi-layering of instrumentation. It's the reason why I like Big Barn Bed, the rough mix to me. That's a very, very cool like choice that because that I like it a lot yeah. because it comes off sounding almost live. You know, mm-hmm. it's a live version. Is it Big Barn Bed? The song doesn't have a lot of ornamentation. The but released isn't version. the version on James Paul McCartney live? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and again, very similar to that. Right. Then you go to the mess, the studio version. Very, 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 very necessary. You needed that. You need to finally hear the studio version of the mess. I agree. Cool alternate version. I would have accepted this on the album proper. Absolutely. Like Soily and Live Soily. Like Soily and Live Soily. Yep. Uh, to me, Is there soily? if yeah. this studio version had been the choice to replace, you know, Loop, I'm all for it. Yeah. <laughs> very, well, again, very... Someone passing gas could... Nice. Nah, nah, no, I mean... Honestly, I we you know we kid around, but Loop is just a horrible choice. Yeah, horrible yeah, song. Yeah. Yeah, but mess very very funky piano work on this. The middle section this really busy piano work, really busy bass work. Yep, sounds great. Moving on, we go to thank you, darling. I don't mind it. You know what? I, it, it's okay. cute. It, it's it's, it's not cute. bad. He kept saying "Oh, darling" so many times though. Yeah. It's like he was trying to find another way of saying "Oh, darling." And again, say darling. Yeah. But it's it's typical McCartney. It really is. I like I'm, the song. I think yeah. uh, the recording I don't like too much, but no, the, I like but the song it is a, a lot. Typical McCartney. I'm yeah. gonna I'm at that I'm, time. I'm gonna just say you're both wrong, it's crap. But uh <laughs> no, no, I just No, it is crap, just, but it's I, uh, but that's but why it's crap. A, but it's, I mean no, why but it's we, a bonus track. Alright, but why are we excusing him for it? It's crap. No, 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 it's, but you know, we're not excusing him for it. It's a bonus track. It's a bonus track. I know it's not like we said Orchard Replace. No, I know, but it's one of these things of it's just like why. Right now somewhere there's an Indian named Loop going, Hey I hey, I was the first Indian on the moon. Um I wrote, sadly, this was a waste of tape. Something that should have been left behind after the first run-through. You know what, though? Um, I I think it it was coming up to a song that could have been wasted. (laughs) Well, Mary Had a Little Lamb, the rough mix is really fun. I like it. I think. I I love the two returns. It's like, help me, Rhonda. It fades, he comes back. It fades, he comes back. I was like... It's cute. After a while. I know, but it's it's, 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 it's it's funny. It's a saccharine song. Oh, yeah. But it's also... I got diabetes. I have to take insulin when I hear it. Paul also sometimes does not know how to end a song. and um, (laughs) You know, that's... You know, so I was like, okay. Let's call it spade a spade. It's okay, but it's necessary for this. I know that we're at a point where... We're on an, a disc of you know extras and outtakes, but does this give us any reason to have two versions of a five minute plus song no. in a row? No. no. Because Man, he, what the well, hell? No, no, hold, it, hold it. If it was two songs that were good, yes. These two songs, or the song itself, well, is not a song. I, uh, I, I find it an interesting track. It, we're talking about 1882. Yep. It's a live version and a studio version. Um, this, if you think about it, when it comes to like real, real hardcore, hardcore, hardcore Macca heads, 
this was like the ultimate outtake. It wasn't on the cold cuts. Nope. <sighs> it got discovered years later. It surfaced, and we all went, what the F? It was in every book, you know, Castleman and Podrzezik-type book, saying, you know, Paul McCartney has an outtake called 1882, and we were all like, what? Yeah, but nobody ever heard it. it. Yeah, then you, you got, got it. It's like, oh. it, you know, the live version it should have remained Carnival of Light. Nice. <laughs> the, I've always had, always, always, always had mixed feelings about this track. It, come this would have worked better. The double tracked, fully produced, like quote live version, is is interesting. Interesting. Um, you know, it, it, but it's not great. To me, it would have worked better as an instrumental, and it's also too long. Way but, too long. Again, five minutes yeah. of what? It's five plus minutes. Absolutely. What? And again, you know, two in a row kills. It's supposed to be a story, but I got to be honest, it's not an interesting enough story to warrant the type of dirgish right. delivery it is. It's just it's just not a, a song that you don't want to hear again. But you know what? It's okay if you had it once on there. You don't need it in a row. Yeah, you don't it, need it twice at all. Well, especially since it's on Wings Over Europe. Well, because it's live. Live live in Berlin version, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. so um, now you move to the the last of the totally unreleased tracks, which is Jazz Street. Way more interesting than I remembered it, to be honest, as an instrumental. This this should have been replacing Loop, if you're going to have an instrumental. If you're going to have an instrumental. If you're going to have an instrumental show off the band... This version of Jazz Street is pretty good, actually. I, I was actually happy. It's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, no, it, it, it's fine. Reminiscent of Lunchbox Odd Socks at points. Yeah. Really, really, really cool guitar effects flying around the middle of the song. I love Lunchbox Odd Socks. Yeah, I do too. Is That's this the band or is yep. this mostly Paul? That we don't know. We don't know. We right. Don't know. I'd love to know the credits on this. Uh, and then you go to Live and Let Die. Group. This is very interesting. Yep. I agree. I like this it. is I mean, great. You, look, you do need the orchestra for a bond. Yes, you do. But, yeah, but this isn't bad at all. With the, the jam group in the middle without the orchestra yeah. is good. It has shows balls. Yeah, it does. It's but you, and, and you don't realize how much balls it has because the orchestration covers it up. Yeah, yes. but it works for obviously the I, soundtrack. I, I think, um, but this is ne- this is a great outtake closer. <laughs> and and also, you know, it's it's very good about sometimes. And we saw this on the White Album and even on Pepper, where you get an instrumental version of something that has lyrics. This, they take away the instrumental, but leave the, the basic track. As you said, there's a lot of meat on this song. Oh, there is a lot of meat. You know? I mean, it's it, either way, the Balls Sands Orchestra version, yeah. they should have called it that. The Balls The Balls, I mean, but then they would have thought it was Denny's Denny original band. Yeah, well, it is daylight, <laughs> but I do like this. It, it either one works. Obviously, the released one is fantastic, and you know. Um, well, the released one has now become you well, know. It's iconic. Yeah, it's, it's, it's probably one of the top three Bond songs. Yes, ever. it is. I would say. Top and Paul three. still yeah. does it live, and it's always the showcase. You know. Well, yeah, with the big fireworks. Yeah. Yeah. So. No matter how much you're ready for those fireworks, yeah, yeah. it still scares the hell out of you when That's they go right. off. That's right. And it, it, but it is up. a fun part of the show. You know it's coming. <laughs> you're right, but, it, but, but still, it, you, you don't mind that. You, you brace a little bit. Yeah, like, yeah, it's a fun part of the show. Especially when they're inside. So, yeah, yeah that's a little oh, weird. Yeah. But you know what? This is the start of the future from a yes, yeah. This yeah. song. Yep. So, it's very interesting that this is what closes the audio portion of the box. Right. And as you, you said are, earlier you, you in the show, like, this song killed the album. 
because the single yeah, came song, out. Right. In essence, song, killed the album. Right. I'm not took the legs off the album. Took the legs off the album. Well, that's why it only had three legs. Sorry, that's oh. right. But it does sort of metaphorically kill this album. But it's also perfect as a side closer for the outtakes because it's what's to come. Yeah. Or the precursor to what's to come. It's an interesting disc. And is, imagine is he great? saved that and put it on, on Bound on the Run. Yeah, I, I don't know. Live and Let Die on Band of the Run? Ooh, that'd be cool. No, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it fits the vibe. Oh, I think it does. Well, from an orchestration point of view, it's right there with 1985. Yeah. You could have closed off side one with this and closed off side two side with 1985. Two, that'd be very cool. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, we've been reviewing and going over Why and analyzing. What's that? Why are you being I British? don't know. We've been reviewing and analyzing. Bang his head again. I yes. banged the head again, uh, and going over in, in explicit detail the audio aspect of the Red Rose Speedway. What is it? Deluxe. I keep saying the Ultimate the Archive, deluxe the Deluxe Box, but archive what is it? The archive, archive collection, collection version. Yeah, the audio portions, and um, we're going to continue on the next show with going over the uh, the video bonuses that come, the DVDs that come with this box set, of which there are two. And um, a lot to talk about. A lot to talk about on those. So for a now, lot to listen to. Yes. So for now, we're going to say farewell for this episode of Fab Four Free for All. If you enjoy what you hear, visit the Facebook page copyright. and uh, copyright Johnny. I only did two seconds. Visit the Facebook page and uh, tell us what you think and join and uh, give us your comments. Are you going to say this? Is what's the email address again? Fab, Fab number four. four. Free, free number, number four, four all at AOL.com. Got it. And for uh, Fat for Free for All, I've been your moderator, Tony Chiguardo. Joining me Why as are you always. I'm quickly right now. Rob Leonard. Like Evelyn Wood. <laughs> Want to see Evelyn Wood reading the comments? Evelyn Wood reading the comments. Ha, ha, ha. Sorry. I'm Rob <laughs> Leonard. I'm Mitch Axelrod. And we'll see you soon. Does anybody know who Evelyn Wood is? <laughs> Fab for Free for All was edited and produced by Tony Chiguardo at Word of Mouth Studios in Westbury, New York. The opening and closing theme is My Dolly by the band The Badge, featuring longtime listener Jeff Slate, available on its debut album Digital Retro and recent Best Of compilation, as well as from the Fab Four Free For All website. Thanks for listening to Fab Four Free For All.